Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show as we start a new week here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors Studio, Sunbury Motors 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, or at sunburymotors.com. And every Monday show, brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury, or go to purdyinsurance.com. Home, life, auto, business, all your insurance needs to protect what matters most, all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury, or go to purdyinsurance.com. Lots more college hoops to get to today. We'll, of course, get to Selection Sunday and what the brackets look like, but first... We finally find out today who is going to be leading the way for Penn State men's basketball going forward. And it is not Jim Ferry. It is going to be Micah Shrewsbury, who is a former assistant with Purdue. But the biggest key with him is, and I think this is what stood out to everybody as far as the selection committee goes for Penn State, and I think this is a big help in recruiting, and I like this hire is the fact that he worked with Brad Stevens both at Butler when they won, when they went to the national title game two years in a row, and of course they were able to make some big runs there and many other runs, I should say, and then worked with Brad Stevens on his staff with the Celtics. And of course, Brad Stevens has been pretty successful in his NBA stint up there. And of course, you've, you've, he's worked with many guys, including the lights of Jason Tatum, etc. So... Lots of names associated with Micah Shrewsbury. Pretty good coaching background, too. Purdue, they've been a good team this year, but not a great team, but they've had a lot of good offensive numbers, too. So I think there's a lot to like about this hire for Penn State. I think this gives a little bit of juice, too, when you put in names associated with this guy, like a Brad Stevens, for an example, knowing what he's done on both the college and NBA level. I think that's huge. And then having worked with some good players at the college and NBA level, to me, I think woos in top prospects, especially that think they have a chance to go to the NBA. Penn State really hasn't been there with the blue collars, but I think this gives them hopefully a little bit of a heads up to compete more with some of the better teams in the Big Ten, like in Illinois, Ohio State, etc. So I really like this hire for Penn State. 
and we'll get more on that with Steve once he joins us here. I'm not sure why he kind of went this long to get a head coaching head coaching spot, but hey, timing worked out good for Penn State, especially because Illinois just let go of Scotty Miller or Scarmy in Indiana just let go of Scotty Miller after four seasons. So that this was really good timing for Penn State to get this hire done. And there were some rumors that this would was coming. Well, we knew, according to Sandy Barber, when we had her here on the show late last week, that we would have a decision shortly after the season ended. Of course, the season ended the next night. So now we found out today it is Micah Shrewsbury taking over. So Steve will get his, give his perspective on that. But I do like this hire from Penn State going forward. I think this is going to be a really good move. Now, as far as the selection show goes and the brackets, not too many su- big surprises overall. Um, the only thing, I guess, that stands out to me above the rest, which a lot of people have said this right off the get-go, is seeing Michigan State and UCLA in a first four game and Syracuse just get in as an 11 seed. I, I think that is an absolute joke. Carson Wentz is still a Colt. And working out with his teammates now. No, no. Of course he is. He's got teammates that love him and appreciate him now. <laughs> Fan base that thinks he's great as opposed to what he left. Can you blame him? It's got to be refreshing, yeah. Wake up every day and, oh, we love our quarterback. Right, as opposed to run the bum out of town. Yeah. From from the ridiculous to some good moves and Micah Shrewsbury. <laughs> well, it's not official yet, so you know I'll I'll talk about it, but I'll talk about it in terms of like some general terms here with him, because it still has to go through the compensation committee, things like that, which is meeting tonight, I believe. Okay, I believe that's what's happening tonight. Uh, but Jeff Goodman has reported. Uh, that Penn State is expected to hire him as the coach. So let's 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 take a starting point here. Uh, I think it's always important to use a starting point. Let's start with the current staff. All right, the staff that just guided Penn State through this past season. That would be Jim Ferry, uh, Keith Urgo, Ross Condon, Taylor Battle. You know, Dave Capriletti's a part of this as well. I thought everything considered, they did a fabulous job with it, a great job with it. You're trying to negotiate COVID. You're trying to negotiate a tough schedule. You you know, you take over late in the game organizationally. Uh, you got to keep your team together. They're upset about some things. And I think that they, to their credit, I think they did a great job with it. Uh, And they deserve a lot of credit for doing what I just talked about, keeping it together and winning games. I mean, look at the 10 seeds. Look at the 10 seeds in the NCAA tournament. There are four 10 seeds. Do you know what Penn State's record was against the four 10 seeds in the NCAA tournament? How about 5-0? Probably most of you didn't realize that. 
The 10 seeds in the NCAA tournament, Penn State had a 5-0 record against them. My neighborhood, that's a pretty good record. And obviously they lost a bunch of tough, tough games. There's no getting around it. Now, Micah Shrewsbury is a very relationship-oriented guy. Married, four children, and the people he recruits, he develops deep relationships with. He'll do the same thing with the community. He'll also find out that Sheets is way better than Speedway. No offense to Speedway, but it just is. Okay. And, look, and you don't walk in and it's a magic wand and voila, here we go. He's a hard worker. I also like this this fact about him. He's been in the college game, and this, by the way, is his second stint at Purdue with Matt. But he went to the NBA and was with Brad Stevens with the Celtics for a few years. Not a short period of time, a few years. And he then decided, you know what? I'm more of a college coach than a pro coach. Now, James Franklin made that same assessment when he was with the Packers. You know what? I'm more of a college coach than I have a pro coach. It has nothing to do with the fact he doesn't love the pro game. But you have to know who you are. And Micah Shrewsbury made that decision. That's why he went back to Purdue. And he went back to Purdue because he realized the college game was more him. Coaching college players was more him. But he also brought back with him to Purdue some pretty good. I mean, the Celtics were in great offense. He brought back to Purdue a lot of NBA concepts, which you'll see in the NCAA tournament. He was their offensive coordinator and also a primary recruiter of the great talent that they have there. So he'll bring that back, and he has the ability to bring that to the table. Now, let's be honest. He doesn't. His starting point, potentially, we don't know what his starting point's going to be here because we have to wait. I mean, it's the new era of college basketball right, where everybody can come and go as they please, as we know. But one of the first things you'll have to do the second he puts, he signs a piece of paper that says he's the coach here, the second he does that, every single player that you watched this past season will now be his players. He's not inheriting. They automatically become his players. But he also is going to have to re-recruit those players. And it would be important across the board to do that as often as po- with each guy as often as possible. It's not going to be easy. And not for the reason you think. We're still, despite what the governor announced today, which was great news, by the way, to get to 50% outdoor, 25% indoor, 75% restaurant on April 4th, right? That's great news. But most meetings are still being done on Zoom. This is something you'd like to get him in front of the team, face-to-face, a relationship guy, face-to-face, one-on-one meetings, relationship guy, face-to-face, Instead of Zoom, I don't care what you Zoom is is an alternative 
But if you think going forward that this is the way to go in life, stay in your basement, okay? Because <laughs> it's not. It's still, life is still a very one-on-one, relationship-based. It, it's just, that's the way, that we as human beings, that is who we are. You can Zoom all you want with anybody in Washington State all you want. That's great. But when it comes to actually seeing somebody, yeah. he's gonna. And it's going to be hard because you're on Zoom. I don't think he can meet them face-to-face. I'm not sure. But this is what he inherits in a program. I mentioned the 5-0 against the four number 10 seeds. All right? Which, by the way, matches up pretty much with the metrics Penn State has. In the last four years, we talk a lot, a lot about the Ken Palm rankings. The Ken Palm rankings go back to 1997. So we've got 24 years worth of data. In the last four years, Penn State has finished 19, 43rd, 26th, and 35. That's 19, 43, 26, 35. All right? Three of those are the best ever in the 24 years. And all four are in the top six for Penn State in the last 24 years. Last three years in the net, fifth, you know, because the net's only been in existence three years. 50, 35, 42. So you're not inheriting and taking over 126. You're not inheriting and taking over 175. You actually have some players in that room that if you were to assemble them right now, they can help you win and can make a big difference in helping with your recruiting and can help in getting the base of your program going. you got some people in that room right now that can help you as a starting point. In four years, they have 72 wins, which in the Big Ten era is the most, the last 28 years, Big Ten era is the most they've had in a four-year span, and 35 Big Ten wins, which is the most in the same four-year span. Right? So you're not taking over a program that is 7-21. You're not doing that. And it's been in 7-21 and 21 each of the last two years. You're not doing that. You're not taking over a program that lost four senior starters and had only one back. You're not doing that. If That's why I say one of the priorities has to be somehow re-recruiting your current team because they've run out, everybody has options these days. Right now, there are 400 names in the transfer portal. Now, for a couple laughs, I put the suit's name into the transfer portal. I'm just hoping. <laughs> I, uh, it's, but that you know, that was just done, not as a joke, but I mean, you know, I, I ran it by some people. They thought it was a good idea. Uh, so well, I'd uh, be curious. <laughs> I, mean, I ran it by Lawrence. Lawrence asked me what the transfer portal was. I explained it. Uh, of course, and, he did. Oh no, no, and and he actually helped write the name in. Uh, so. <laughs> But there are already 400 names in the transfer portal. Look, the transfer portal is not how you build programs. It's how you fill gaps. Okay? You don't sit there and go, I'm going to get all five stars from the transfer portal. Richard Patino's probably done at Minnesota. One of the problems they had at Minnesota it was that Minnesota, not just Minneapolis-St. Paul, but suburban Minnesota, has a has, suburban Minneapolis-St. Paul, Apple Valley, Bloomington, whatever, has a lot of really good basketball players in it. Yet they couldn't keep them in state. 
So Marcus Carr is a transfer from Pitt. Brandon Johnson is a transfer from Western Michigan. Liam Robbins is a transfer from Drake. Booth Gotch is a transfer from Utah. I mean, you're looking at four of their top six guys. That's all. It's all, Nebraska is almost all transfers. It was with Tim, a lot of Tim Miles transfers and a lot of transfers that Fred Hoiberg's had to use for two years. That's a hard way to go. Okay? Use the transfer portal to get Michael Smith now to be your point guard, to go with your recruited players at Michigan. Seth Towns, to be a key guy off your bench at Ohio State. It's still the key is still still recruiting your own guys and developing your own guys. Purdue has had a transfer here and there, but for the most part, Matt and Micah Shrewsbury have recruited guys and gone the four-year route. It becomes easier to do that when you already have a foundation to start with in place. That's why re-recruiting your current team is going to be critical. As a starting point. Because I think he has an opportunity to be an outstanding coach here. And I think he has a chance to be a very inspirational hire here. He's got a lot of the qualities you're looking for. And by the way, if you're wondering about the head coaching experience, yeah, he was a coach at IU South Bend, which is an NAIA school. Okay, he did that for two years. Okay, this is a little different ballgame. But I would like to point out that should he become the head coach here at Penn State, which everything indicates that that's the path they're on right now, that it would mean more than one-third of the head coaches in the Big Ten went from assistants to being head coaches without having Division I head coaching experience. Chris Collins at Northwestern, Jawan Howard at Michigan, Greg Gard at Wisconsin, Tom Izzo at Michigan State, and Micah Shrewsbury. Last I checked, the head football coach that won 409 games here at Penn State also went from being an assistant coach to a head coach. It can be done. (laughs) Just thought I'd throw that little tidbit in there. Okay? You can do this without being a head coach previously. He's got all the chops to do it. He's got the recruiting chops, the personality chops, okay, the NBA chops. He's got a lot going for him. He's got a lot going for him. And he'll find that Sheets is better than Speedway. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. 2021 has begun, and this is the perfect time to make sure you're protecting what matters most. Whether it be you, your family, or your business, we have the experience and knowledge you need to help navigate through the process. Our office remains available to service our new and current clients by phone at 570-286-5855, by email, and by appointment. Purdy Insurance, what can we do for you? Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to PurdyInsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business. 
They can take care of all your insurance needs, and they'll do everything they can to save you money along the way. Saving money, more important than ever. All at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory. Great time to buy as well. Time to deal. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. It's the first day of spring football practice. We'll hear James Franklin press, James Franklin's press conference in the final half hour. Chris Soleri, Lansing State Journal, a few moments. Frank Bodani, next half hour. So we have a loaded show today. Uh, we are going to get Rob Blackman, the Purdue play-by-play voice, back on the show tomorrow, should everything come to pass with Micah Shrewsbury. Uh, and it appears to be going in that direction. No matter what, you don't walk in, wave a magic wand, despite what the corner office thinks about everything. <laughs> a little concerning over there. And this this is a worker, and he's well-liked by everybody there. Well-liked. I mean, look, I've only said hi to him a couple times, like, hi, how you doing? That's been the extent of it. Um, but everybody I know... And you're coming from a class program because Matt Painter runs a class program. He really does. Everybody likes and respects Matt. And Mike has been an important part of that twice. So it's... uh, But it also is going to take patience for him to get everything in place the way he needs. You know, he's going to have to talk to his team. He's going to have to formulate a staff, they have to schedule. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you have to recruit. There's a lot of things that have to be done in a short period of time. Okay? Short period of time. But this, he's up for the challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what he can do with all this. Okay. Let's, uh, you know, but Patience is going to be needed. Patience and support. You just walk in, wave a magic wand, and voila, here we go. Doesn't usually happen that way. But my point earlier about what he takes over, that there's more chops here to take over than what you usually might see from a 7-21 and team. I mean, you just had a team play the number one rated schedule in the country against the best conference in the country. And believe me, Dick Girardi and I saw it play out in front of our own eyes. That, quote, you're not as far off as the world thinks you are. All right. So with that, we bring in Chris Soleri. Chris, great to have you with us again. I'm hooked on Phoenix. I know. I'm not surprised to hear hooked on fees, hooked on phonics. I know what you're doing. <laughs> so, Larry, how you been? I'm doing great. You know, it's uh, there's no snow on the ground here. It's a pleasant day in Michigan, and 
Michigan State somehow in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah, I'll get and, to that in a moment. <laughs> and, and I get another trip to West Lafayette. I mean, who couldn't be happier than that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of West Lafayette, uh, it's been reported, uh, you know, obviously Penn State King hasn't gone to the compensation committee yet. Uh, to even to, for them to even confirm it, but that Micah Shrewsbury will become the uh, head basketball coach at Penn State. Should that come to pass, Chris? Uh, I think you and I both know he has an outstanding reputation. What do you know about him? Well, not a whole lot. Um, I, you know, he's obviously done a good job at Purdue. Um, you know, they've had a good recruiting turn there, and I, I would imagine he was probably big in the, the recruitment of Ethan Morton. Um, so he, he certainly will know a little bit of the Western Pennsylvania highways and byways. Yeah. Um, you know, that's obviously a, a big thing. Um, and, and listen, they've, they've done a great job of turning guys into really good players. Trevion, Trevion Williams. Yep. Um, you, you think about uh, the big kid before him that had initially committed to Michigan State. And, um, you know, they, they molded them. I mean, and you know, listen. If the if the one thing you get out of the guy is is that pipeline to those seven footers they keep cloning, uh, as well as as the development of some of the big guys that that turn into fantastic players, um, yeah, I, I think it'd be a good fit. I mean, it's a tough job. I don't think there's any secret, and I think everybody knows that. Um, but listen, Matt Painter's done a good job there, and if you're able to learn to build from what Matt Painter built, um, you've got a blueprint of how to how to do things at, at Penn State. It's obviously a different challenge, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it should be a good fit, I think. It's yeah. been a busy day for coaches in the Big Ten, huh? Yeah, it sure has because Archie Miller is out. Looks like Richard Patino's out. Uh, although Patino supposedly may have been already interviewing at New Mexico <laughs> before this was all said and done. I think he obviously understood it. So it has been a very active day in the Big Ten. The other part, too, is I know I'm going to get to Michigan State in a moment, but uh, should this come to pass with Micah Shrewsbury here, you would have Chris Collins, Tom Izzo, Greg Gard, Jawan Howard, and Micah as five guys that essentially, I know he was at Indiana U- University, South Bend at one point as head coach, but really are assistant, assistant coaches that their real first head coaching job was in the Big Ten. Five guys. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and it'll be interesting to see what Indiana does. Um, yes. I mean, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting because of the buyout with Archie uh, uh, Miller. Uh, just how much they're going to be able to to land a, a top tier guy like a Nate Oates, or even going after uh, you know you throw any of the the big names that, that have been rumored for that job for for years. I mean, it, it's going to be tough. I, I think it'll be really difficult. Um, you know, just from a financial standpoint, they just gave Tom Allen a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. know, if you if you if you've got some, I mean. But it's Indiana basketball, so they usually get what they want, right. uh, which also makes me wonder if a guy like Dane Fife at Michigan State, who played for Bobby Knight and mm-hmm. was a, a big piece there, I mean, he's interviewed at times for, for a variety of different jobs. You know, maybe he becomes a viable candidate there, and that would be not his first coaching job because he coached at a 25-year-old at Indiana-Purdue Fort Wayne yeah. um, long, long ago. And I, In fact, I actually covered a little bit of him when I was covering South Dakota State, but um, he's been with Izzo for quite a while, and yeah. you know that wouldn't be a name. I I wouldn't be shocked to see a name like that pop up. Um, and, and then you'd have another guy whose first Power Five job would be in the Big Ten too. Right. So, yeah, I mean it's uh, and Minnesota. You know who knows what Minnesota does now uh, after Richard Pitino. Um, 
You know, it's it, it's crazy too because you know before the Pat Chambers situation, I've I've felt that the Big Ten really has taken a, a significant leap in terms of the depth of the coaching talent, mm-hmm. and I thought Chambers was one of those guys. Um, obviously, the circumstances didn't didn't pan out for him there with some of the, those off court things, but. Um, you know, you look at Steve Peichel at Rutgers. You look yeah. at, at McCaffrey at Iowa. I mean, it's it's a deep coaching conference right now. So whoever does come in to Penn State or Indiana or Minnesota, they're going to have their work cut out for them just to beat yeah. the guy next to them. All right, let's get to Michigan State. Uh, coach has to know what they have and how to win with it. Michigan State, in a lot of ways, changed up how they play. They became a really physical team. Uh, what did Tom see that made him say, you know what, this is how I've got to play to win with this group? You know, it's funny because I don't think this team is necessarily, if you you talk to the guys and you, you kind of watch the body of work over the last few years or something, they're not necessarily the guys that you would look at and say, these are physical Tom Izzo-type players. And, you know, that's uh, that's been kind of the metamorphosis here. I think a guy like Joshua Langford, um you know, as a, the only senior and the veteran of the group uh, has had a role in that uh, of getting him playing feisty. I think Aaron Henry, um, he he's kind of elevated his game. I'm a big, I, I'm a level. I'm a big Aaron Henry guy. I mean, I I I think that he's the kind of guy that has shown that when they need it, he delivers it. Yeah, and he's he's been for his first two years such a complimentary guy to Tillman and Winston when they were there and oftentimes that he deferred to them you know the question early in the year was would he ever be the guy to kind of step forward and as he became more aggressive I think the guys around him became more aggressive um you know you you saw the bigs I mean they've had to rotate four or five different guys in the post and they've all had to basically give up fouls and it's a lot of it I mean they've they've fouled a lot and I think there's been a number of games including the Maryland game in the tournament um, where that got them in some trouble Um, but Izzo's been able to rotate and navigate those guys I think Joey Hauser stepped up his play from from where he was a month and a half ago Rocket Watts still riding a roller coaster Um, but but Henry really has been the guy to kind of kind of bring all those guys along with him as a Pied Piper, kind of in a dissimilar but similar way to what Cassius Winston did. I mean, Cassius Winston's pedigree is ball movement and getting yeah. it going. Aaron Henry's is attacking the lane and, and looking for that extra guy, and that was really one of those things that um, on the offensive end helped them, and on the defensive end, he just swarms on the perimeter. Um, I, I think he saw them take another step um, when Izzo went small with him and Gabe Brown and Langford and Watson, you know that's uh, that's been really the turning point because they were 13 down at Indiana in the in the first half out of the gate, and they were already four and nine in the Big Ten. It looked like the season was over, and suddenly they found that energy, and uh, now they get to go back to Indiana for it seems like the 50th time <laughs> in a month. But I mean, they they played at Purdue at Indiana. Uh, back for, to Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament, and they stayed down there, and they're going to West Lafayette to face UCLA, which should be an interesting, interesting yeah. play-in game. Uh, look, Cassius Winston was the rudder for four years. Uh, I don't think it's any secret at point guard. This team has really struggled this year to find somebody who can actually run this thing. How frustrating has that been for Tom that he, he doesn't really have an extension of himself out there? Oh, terribly. I mean, that's... Uh, 
that's that's he's always talked about how the head leads and, and how important that you know if you cut off the head uh, of the snake uh, the body dies and that's yep. that's kind of how he's always viewed that point guard position all the way back to when he recruited Mateen Cleaves. I mean, oh god, former, yes, former point guard himself. You know, and yep. you know he uh, he is definitely one of those guys that needs that extension. And I think one of the things that he's done in not having that traditional point guard, and, you know, Rocket Watts never fully embraced the role, and I don't think he had much of an offseason to kind of slide into it and get comfortable with it. Um, and Foster Lawyer's now out for the season, but physically he was one of those guys that you look at and he probably wasn't a, a Big Ten caliber, at least not a, a – 20 minute a game type player um, but he's used Langford and Henry at, at times in, in terms of that almost a point forward type role um, and they've, that's that's part of how they've gone small and you know those are two heady guys that are good ball movers as it is um, so you're not necessarily going to have uh, the same kind of north and south push the pace point guard that, that he likes to have and I think they do sometimes with Watts in there but but they're steady, uh, you know. Regardless of the turnovers that they've had, um, there's a steadying presence when they do have the ball and bring it up and get into the half court because those are two guys that understand their roles and the guys around them, and that's that's what they've lacked without Winston. Yeah, and the other part about Lawyer too is that unfortunately for Tom, this will drive him nuts. When he was out there, you exploited him, his defense. Uh, he just yeah. over and over again. Hey, great to talk with you. Uh, good news. I just got a note. Uh, you are now allowed to vote in Indiana. You've been there so often. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Uh, I, I didn't say which party was happy about it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about what happened last year at Penn State right around this time? What was that, Chris? So, so remember the, the game that Michigan State came back and won in the second half? Right, yep. Um, the, the next day, my flight got canceled. Okay. And this was, you know, I think it was around March 3rd. Yes, it was. And, and you know, it was it was delayed, delayed, delayed. And I finally, I was like, I'm just going to rent a car and drive to my mom's house in Butler. Right. And it it turned out to be the single best decision because a week later, everything shut down and I wouldn't have been able to see her otherwise. Oh, so, I'm glad. So it, we've been able to get back a couple times. But um, that, that was, uh, you know, you talk about serendipity. If there was anything positive that happened... Uh, a year ago, right now, that was definitely it. Yeah, so. absolutely, was it? That's really cool. Hey, thank, yeah. hey, Chris, always great to talk to you, my friend. We'll talk soon again. All right. All right, guys, take it easy. Chris Soleri, Lansing State Journal. Frank Bodani, your daily record next half hour. James Franklin's press conference, final half hour. Thanks for joining us today. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. And the overall number one seed is Gonzaga with the Bulldogs heading up the West region, and why not? And the number one seed, the Baylor Bears for the first time in school history, the Midwest region. And Illinois fighting Illini, the number one seed. Number one seed is Michigan, the Wolverines. Two of the four will make it, I think. That is what I have in my bracket, and that's all I'm going to say because we're going to save our bracket reveals for Well, Thursday. I can tell you the two I don't think will make it. Michigan won't make it, neither will Baylor. That's exactly who I have. <laughs> Michigan did not play well down the stretch, and Livers is a huge loss. It's not just that, that Brandon Johns can step in for Livers. He can. Again, I keep going back. you got to think deeper than just the, you know, I mean, okay? It's who replaces Brandon Johns off the bench. See, the domino effect of this, when you lose a guy like that, especially in a sport like basketball, first of all, Livers is a lot better than Brandon Johns is, a lot better. But Johns is still have to be, he still has to be replaced off the bench. They don't have that guy. They don't have that guy. Most teams don't. And then Baylor... Yeah, I know John, you know, I'm so happy for John Gallagher at Hartford. I texted We texted back and forth after they won. So I'm, I'm thrilled for Johnny Gallagher at Hartford for the first time ever. In 666 games coached at Hartford, he finally gets them in the NCAA tournament. First time in the history of the school they've done it. First time. Right, so they get Baylor. And I know he thinks that, hey, you look at Baylor now compared to Baylor before the uh, pause, and he says they don't see any different to him. And I understand him saying that, but they are. There's something, I mean, they can get through a, a couple of games, but I don't think they have enough to get all the way through to the Final Four. A month ago, I would not have said that. But not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, spring football begins today. And we'll talk to Frank Bodani about that in the next half hour. And then we'll hear from James Franklin in the final half hour. And, of course, the big story besides Penn State going to spring football practice today is that uh, it looks like Penn State has opened the door to the possibility, and, and Jeff Goodman from Stadium reporting that it is going to be uh, Micah Shrewsbury to be the new head basketball coach here. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business. They'll save you money. They can do that in bundles. They'll always make sure you're completely insured. They'll update policies. They're the pros, pros, 
in insurance. It's Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com.